Not sure if many of you know, but we do have a virtual tier within the Design Coven, virtual pro member tier, which includes three virtual meetings a month where we set intentions. We do group coaching. So bring all your questions. We answer those questions and you get to learn from other people going through the same struggles as you. We also do a business practice meeting. So we'll have somebody on to share a business practice that we can all benefit from. And then we also do a product training. So getting a sustainable, eco-friendly line to come on and share who they are so that we can be supported with other like-minded businesses. And if you're not quite ready for pro, you can always join our free community where you will connect with other like-minded holistic interior designers. You don't have to be an interior designer if you are kind of just dabbling or you're aspiring or you're looking into this field. We invite everybody from all journeys and you don't, again, have to be a designer. You don't have to have a degree. We're just a beautiful community of like-minded people looking to create healing spaces, not just for ourselves, but for our clients and future clients. Come join us at designcoven.com forward slash join. You're listening to the Holistic Interior Design Business Podcast. This is a podcast that guides you as a new or inspiring independent interior designer navigating your entrepreneurial path. Here with my over 20 years experience, I will share my holistic approach to design with intention and ancient practices, including feng shui, all incorporating mind, body, and spirit into my design projects. You will also learn from seasoned interior designers as they give strategies and insight of how they built their businesses and continue to work in the field. Together, we will discover supportive trade partners, new ideas, creatives, and inspiring artists from around the world. I'm your host, Rachel Lorraine Crawford. Welcome back to the Holistic Interior Design Business Podcast. Today, we're talking all about protecting your business and why saying no to free interior design advice is essential for your success. We are going to talk about your value, the negative impact of giving away free advice on your business, and tips on how to handle requests for free advice. And before we do that, I am going to open up our space by lighting the candle, connecting us with that beautiful element of fire, connection, creativity, all of those things that we work with in the design world. That is a good fire. We're going to light this candle. And I'm going to pull a card and I'm pulling from the animal spirit deck from Kim Kranz. This was the first deck that I started pulling cards for online on Instagram stories um, to start introducing my spiritual practice here. And so I'm going to pull a set of animal cards and see what animal is showing up for us today. What we need to know. This is the hyena which is the card of sarcasm um, and almost as a mask of hiding our truths behind humor and um, that kind of thing. So we've got the hyena. So this is really asking us what's behind the mask. What are we um, not willing to show the world or to show face on? So it's something to think about. Um, yeah, I haven't pulled the hyena. I don't know in how long. It's probably been years. But looking at that shadow self, um, connection with the moon. There is a moon in this photo here and the element is fire. So what is it that we're afraid to show the world that we're masking behind? Beautiful. 
All right. So yeah, I wanted to talk about uh, what to do when somebody asks for interior design services for free, because I do get that a lot and not as much as I probably did in the past, but I'm sure many of you <laughs> that are new to the design world or that getting into the design world, you know, you're starting to share with people, you're wanting to be seen as an interior designer and people are coming to you for free advice. And sometimes, you know, it, it makes sense to, to give that to maybe somebody that um, really values you and your work. But most of the time, it doesn't really lead us to great places. So one um, I wanted to talk about was the underestimating your value. By valuing your time and expertise, you'll be able to attract the right clients and build a successful, sustainable business. So your time is valuable. And by not giving out your time and expertise for free, you are going to attract clients that do value you. And as an interior designer, your time is probably one of your most valuable assets because you have spent years developing your skills, your expertise, and it's really important to be seen in that space. I mean, you have put in, you know, all those hours of school and just working with, with clients. And yeah, it seems like, you know, you can get things done a lot faster, which you can, but that's because you put so much time and energy into it before. And you also don't want to undervalue yourself. You know, it's, it's super tempting to also undercharge for your services or to give away free consultations. Whenever I book a consultation, I'm telling the client that it's a consultation for me to take a look at your project. That's not a consultation for design advice, but if they do want design advice, if they wanted to book me for an hour, I'm happy to come out. I charge this much to do a design consultation for an hour and you can you know, ask me all the questions, um, get my advice on everything and anything. Uh, in your space. And then you kind of have these clear boundaries of, okay, this one is for me to come out, look at the scope of the project, give you an estimate. And this consultation is a paid consultation and you, you have access to me in that space. By giving away your free advice, you're undervaluing, again, your time and your expertise, and you're giving away your value. Um, and those clients are not valuing your services because you're not valuing your services. So you want to make sure that you're setting the precedence for the value that you're having to offer. Um, by also giving away free advice, you're attracting non-serious clients. Offering this can get people that are not interested in hiring or they just want to get something for free. They're not invested. I know for me, like any client that has ever been invested or wanting to get my services and paid for it, they will actually follow through and they will make it happen where somebody that is asking for free advice might be asking like 10 other people and they're all over the place and you know, it gets a little chaotic and it's also wasting your time and your personal resources by offering this free advice. You're taking time away from your clients that are actually paying you for your design fees and you're spinning wheels and it just isn't productive in your business. And again, you're pulling valuable resources from the projects that you have um, that are bringing you income and that are really sustaining your business. And the other thing that we don't think about are the legal implications. Uh, by providing free advice, you might be unintentionally creating a liability for yourself uh, by offering advice to somebody. And then if somebody gets hurt or something happens, you know, they might come back to you. So you want to make sure that you're 
uh, limiting the liability that you have out there in the world. Um, so what do you do when somebody does ask for advice? I always will acknowledge um, the request, of course, by, you know, saying thank you so much for inquiring about my design services. I, you know, I feel honored about it. I take my design services serious and I really want to get to know your project. So if you would like, I could send you a link to book a consultation with me where we really dive in. I really want to be intentional with you and really understand your project. Uh, I think it would be a disservice for me just to give you information without knowing, you know, all the parts and pieces that are involved. And then I will give them the link or send them my email or, you know, exchange texts or that kind of thing so that they know where to book a consultation with me. You know, I kind of just steer in that direction. And usually that helps people. They're like, oh, okay, got it. And they kind of get the hint that you're not going to give away free advice. It's just when you start giving away free advice, I've noticed that slippery slope of people coming back and wanting more and wanting more and wanting more. And it's like, well, when and where does this end? And you've kind of opened up this Pandora's box and they just keep asking for advice. And again, not valuing your advice in the way of, of compensation, right? Of, of actually paying you for your expertise. Yeah, so that's kind of where I'm at. Um, like I said, you want to make sure that your business is sustainable. It is a business. You're not here to give away free services. So just setting that boundary, letting them know how you operate, how you work, um, that you can do you know, a consultation where they can completely you know, ask you every question under the sun. And I have a link for that and I'll give that to them as well. So you kind of just want to qualify them as a client and, and show them where they can go to get this information and how to work with you. And by setting those boundaries up front, it's really going to keep communication clean and clear. And they're going to know that you take your work serious. And that when you are with them and when you are working with them, that you're really in it and you're focused and um, you don't just give, you know, this stuff away for free, that it does have value. I'd be curious to know what you guys do when somebody does ask you for free advice. If you have any advice for us to share or any good tips that you have come across that really help with, um, you know, guiding these people that want free advice and, and how to, to work it. And of course, I know there's a million horror stories about how giving away free advice has just been a nightmare. And believe me, I have been there. Um, you're not alone. And I hope that this episode helped you with this question. <laughs> of course, when somebody comes up to you asking for free advice, um, how you can guide them into the right direction. Until next time, we will see you soon and happy designing. Take care. You've been listening to the Holistic Interior Design Business Podcast. If it's one that you have been enjoying, please share with anyone else that you think can benefit from this knowledge and leave us a five-star review that helps us get seen and found by other new and aspiring interior designers. And if you're looking for mentorship, I invite you to join our club here at the Design Coven. It's a bridge between school and real life interior design. We get in much deeper there. We have virtual and in-person 
event. So everyone is welcome. You don't need to have a design degree to be part of it. Just an interest in holistic interior design. I also want to thank our editor, Marcy Ferry, Blake Ferris, for all of her special help with the podcast, our social media posts, newsletter, and lastly, Kinseth Thibodeau, who is our music composer. Until next time, be well, and we will see each other soon.